Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Welcome to another episode of China Update, where I provide you guys with the most up to date political, economic, and geo strategic analysis on the world's number two economy. My name is Tony. Let's jump in. Okay, happy Thursday, everybody. New data published by Bloomberg's Hong Kong team shows that investors are pricing in almost 130 billion US dollars in losses on Chinese property developers' dollar debt, as the market fears more pain is on the way for the troubled industry, which has entered its 11th month of crisis. The data shows that two-thirds of the more than 500 outstanding dollar bonds issued by mainland China developers are now priced below the distressed threshold of 70 cents on the dollar. Some bonds for major players like Kaisa Group and Shanghai-based Shimao Group are trading for less than 10 cents on the dollar. Even international investors with high risk tolerance are hesitant. The average weighting of China property bonds in Asian junk funds dropped to 16% in June, from almost 28% at the beginning of the year. These, of course, are all signs that investors remain unimpressed with recent government measures to try to stabilize the market and ensure completions of unfinished apartments. For example, Goldman Sachs research analysts in a note published on Monday of this week expressed that recent government plans to help several major developers raise money by offering full guarantees on their domestic bond sales will not be enough to lift investor confidence. Quote, With the industry headwinds and negative news, it's very clear many more developers' offshore dollar bond prices have fallen sharply since last year. We still believe defaults will continue through the rest of 2020, particularly for developers with large offshore debt maturities and weak sales. End quote. And sales generally for the sector continue to look very weak, even in the face of increasingly frantic-looking government easing. Yesterday, we discussed the growing movement of cities, including large cities, reducing down payment requirements for second-time homebuyers to stimulate demand. Since then, Changzhou, a city in Jiangsu, has been the first local government to announce that it will scrap all purchase restrictions for second home buyers. We remember that these restrictions were originally put in place to prevent systemic financial risk. On a personal note, when I visited Changzhou two years ago, it certainly did not look like a city in need of more cheap credit. China's real estate groups have already defaulted on a record $31.4 billion worth of dollar bonds this year. In 2024, $50 billion worth of bonds are due too. 
and the market appears to be anticipating a worsening, wider housing crisis. Quote, the whole situation is increasingly out of control. This time last year, no one expected what we're seeing today with mortgage boycotts and construction suspensions. A year from now, we could be facing an even worse situation. End quote. Okay, next up, in the last 24 hours, we have seen some cooling and modest rainfall in some, but not all, regions of the Chinese South, leading some to hope that the heat-stricken south of the country may see some easing later this week. However, the emerging drought crisis remains serious for residents and policymakers alike. Indeed, rain in sections of the Yellow River and Huaihe River in the north, as well as parts of uh, Jiangsu, Anhui and the Sichuan Basin, are expected to ease some drought in the next three days. But according to the National Meteorological Center, high-level drought alerts remain in place for parts of Jiangsu, Anhui, Henan, Hubei, Zhejiang, Fujian, Jiangxi, Hunan, Guizhou, Chongqing, Sichuan, Shanxi, Gansu and Tibet. Yesterday, Wednesday, videos and images of residents and volunteers in Chongqing and Sichuan passing out in scorching heat during compulsory COVID-19 tests quickly went viral, upsetting netizens across the country. We remember from yesterday, Chongqing is now dealing with a small outbreak of Omicron, along with its droughts, power shortages and forest fires. The city of over 30 million people has scrambled teams to put out forest fires and to save more than 5,000 large-scale pig farms, which face, quote, severe challenges, end quote, according to local state media. Yesterday, the National Energy Administration pledged efforts to ease the power supply shortage in Sichuan and Chongqing through the burning of more coal and other measures. Some viewers have asked in recent days why we have been so focused on the heat and power shortages of Sichuan and Chongqing. Well, first of all, 100 million people live there, but also this region feeds into the critically important Yangtze River. And to the gentleman living in Shanghai who yesterday commented that, based on what he is seeing around him, things are not that bad. Well, evidently China's state council doesn't share his optimism. In a meeting yesterday, the body approved $29 billion in new debt for power generators and $3 billion worth of emergency aid to protect the nation's rice harvest. Now, respectfully to this gentleman viewer, China is more than just your city of residence. Chongqing, for example, is almost 1,000 miles from where you live, deep within the interior. A hit to food production due to drought resulting in short-term price increases to you and your neighbours, and indeed to myself also, may seem modest, but to hundreds of millions of poorer residents across the country, such a food price shock would be far more consequential. Us cosmopolites must not forget that the cosmos is more vast and diverse than our own particular polis. But let's move on. At the risk of sounding hyperbolic, some international experts are now calling China's heat wave the most severe ever recorded anywhere. Quote, this combines the most extreme intensity with the most extreme length with an incredibly huge area all at the same time. There is nothing in world climatic history which is even minimally comparable to what is happening in China. End quote. This claim may be up for debate, however. And finally, moving to the Chinese economy generally, and speaking of the state council, 
Yesterday's executive meeting discussed more than just drought and heatwave challenges in the south of the country. China's slowing economy was also a major theme discussed by the nation's de facto cabinet, and the body decided to roll out yet more supportive policies to stabilize growth. During the meeting, the State Council Executive Meeting promised 19 additional policies to quote promote economic stabilization and upturn and keep major economic indicators within the proper range. End quote. The policies included 300 billion yuan, approximately 44 billion U.S. dollars, in more spending, including yet more infrastructure projects. Quote, A set of infrastructure projects with mature conditions will be approved and launched. End quote. The cabinet also called on local governments to wisely use more than 500 billion yuan of existing special bond quotas, and vowed to further reduce financing costs through interest rate charges. And betraying their sense of urgency, the cabinet also stressed that these special bonds needed to be used by the end of October. Premier Li Keqiang, who chaired the meeting, expressed that quote. Marginal fluctuations end quote, were seen in July, that is unexpected slowdown, and that quote, the foundation of economic recovery is not yet solid. End quote. Hey guys, if you enjoyed today's episode of China Update, don't forget to hit the like button. And for anyone who wants to go the extra mile and help support me continue producing these videos every day, help me keep this channel financially sustainable. Patreon and Buy Me a Coffee links are in the description below. That is today's episode of China Update. Thank you everybody for the support and thank you for watching. Have a lovely morning, afternoon, or evening wherever you are, and I will see you all tomorrow. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.